0: Welcome to the Reform Journal Podcast, the poetry edition, where we engage with the world of contemporary poetry from a generously reformed perspective. Find us at reformjournal.com. This is the poetry edition of the Reform Journal Podcast. We come to you regularly to listen to a poet read a poem and talk about where the poem came from, I'm Rose Posma, and today our guest is Jessamine Rains. Jessamine is a homeschooling mom of four who writes and makes music. Her writing appears or is forthcoming in several publications, including Dappled Things and Cosmeo Magazine, which she helps to edit. Today we're talking with Jessamine about her poem, Journey of Monarchs. Welcome! Thank you for having me. Great. Well, let's, I, I, well, maybe I should tell you this. I have a particular affinity for monarchs. Great. Um, (laughs) And so I've done the whole bring milkweed into my home and raise them in my house. So this is what initially drew me to your poem, but um, if you could just go ahead and read it for us and then you can tell us all
1: about it. Sure. Sure. This is Journey of Monarchs. The perilous journey of monarchs comes every four generations Driven by some response to the slant of the sun, some peril in the air, they strive against the miles to sojourn in their southern Goshen. Like the families who pile their kids into RVs and vans and drive away from the crumbling edges of the world towards the center, in search of rolling hills, white-steepled churches, and verdant valleys, in hopes that the David generation, full of conflict and bloodshed, will give way to peaceful Solomon, philosopher, poet, builder of temples. Thank you so much for reading that. And I've
0: already, yeah, said that I have a particular affinity to monarchs. Um, but tell us about this poem. Where does it come from? What are you doing with it?
1: Sure. Um, well, the, uh, the initial starting point for this poem was just a little drawing that I did of a, of a butterfly. I'm not an artist, but I dabble. And uh, I uh, was using some of my drawings as writing prompts. And I've also long been fascinated by monarchs as well just that how do they know where to go, you know, just that amazing, miraculous, it's just mind blowing to think about that they go so far, you know, and, and that just they live longer so that they can complete this journey. And so actually, for several years, in my mind, it's been sort of a metaphor for certain people who go on a journey in their lives. And, um, and recently, uh, what came to mind, I have been running into people. Uh, I live in, in Tennessee, Eastern Tennessee, and near Chattanooga. And um, there's lots of rural areas around here and lots of, lots of land, just lots of space uh, outside the city on the outskirts. And I, I keep running into people who, who put their families into RVs and traveled across yeah. the country. And they're just searching. And they're searching for peace. You know, They're yeah. searching for a place to raise their children. And kind of a new, a new way, a new beginning. They're leaving something behind. They're 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 wanting to create something new, and I think it's they're wanting to create this beautiful life that they have in mind for their for their children. And and so I was thinking about that, and I've just encountered several of these people: New York, California, Illinois, just from all over, who come here to Tennessee. And you know, Tennessee is so beautiful. Um, I'm from Illinois, so okay. Um, after coming here myself, I. I wonder why does anybody want to live anywhere else? It's just so so beautiful. You know, it's just gorgeous. And it's something, it just, I think it does something for the heart to see open space, to see green, to see just this beautiful kind of untouched landscape. And it's not totally untouched, but just there's still a lot of space. Woods, I mean, it's just healing. And I think particularly during 2020, people were, were wanting to get away from cities. You know, in the cities there was this feeling of contamination and, and this fear of this sickness and everybody masking up and everybody, um, you know, all these rules and everything shutting down. And I think people just wanted to find a place to be, you know, and I remember having that impulse myself, you know, just wanting to go somewhere where we can be, be outside, you know, be um, and not feel boxed in by this fear and, and these uh, and the way the world had changed. And, and so there's maybe some escapism, but I think it's also a creative Let's create something new for our family. I think there's it's also a really beautiful impulse. And yeah. So that's kind of what was in my mind. And then I thought of, you know, the David generation, you know, in the Bible, um, when David wanted to build a temple for the Lord, and the Lord said, No, your son's gonna build the temple. David had been but David had to fight all these battles, you know, he had to to slay his giants, he had to, to, and it says Solomon, when Solomon reigned, there was rest on every side because of what David did for him. And I see like, you know, parents of today doing that sort of thing. We're trying to fight these battles. We're trying to find this place, trying to uh, find this place so our children can have rest on every side. And so I just, I just saw a parallel there. And then of course, monarchs, you know, yeah. there's the, you know, the being, a, you know, the Kings, you know, that, the. um, so that's that, yeah, that's, I think that's what, that's what we want for our children. We want them to live in peace. We want them to be philosophers we want them to be poets we want them to have the most beautiful things you know and to create that world for them so
0: yeah I love that and I love those three sort of strands that are running through here of the monarchs the sort of these families and RVs and also this sort of like biblical um, weight that the David and Solomon brings to it and yeah the thought of how David doesn't ever see what yeah. he has kind of tried to prepare for and like the monarchs too the ones that right. die sort of mid whatever cycle and they never see the end of it um yeah that just worked really well for me so i really appreciated that
1: yeah thank you yeah and that's um abs- yeah and that's amazing they the the way they just keep they keep journeying back yeah. like it takes like three generations or whatever for them to journey back yeah it's just it's just amazing and you see that in the bible too there's so much of that like one generation. It's, it's so, it's so fascinating when you really read it and you see all these people, gods and Abraham, and he went to all these places. And then hundreds of years later, his ancestors are going to yeah. possess these places, you know? And so the promise is for the future. It's for the next generation and then the generation after that. And yeah, it's yeah, it's just amazing to think of that. Yeah. That's, that works so well for me um, in the, in this
0: poem, especially. So how do you where does that come from for you when, when you hit that sort of where you're tying these three things together? Do they all go, is it all there for you right away? Or do you kind of discover that as you write?
1: It's definitely a discovery as I write, especially with poetry. I I, I feel like with poetry, I have to sit down and just kind of write a bunch of garbage and then something will hit, you know? <laughs> and then with prose, you know, like, it seems like it's the idea so it comes out more whole, which seems like it'd be opposite, right? Because a poem is something small. But, you know, it's just like I, I play around with words and then an idea hits and then, I, and then I take that idea and play with that a little more. And then, you know, um, there's something there, you know, and, and then I try to, it's kind of a process of sort of trying to unfold that, you know, un- unravel or unpack those ideas. Um, yeah, so...
0: It's, yeah, no, that's very helpful for me as I think about the old, my messes I make in notebooks and how you, <laughs> oh yeah, it takes a little <laughs> bit before the good ideas kind of coalesce, I think. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so I'm hoping you can read this for us one more time and we can sure. listen again with fresh
1: ears. Sure. Journey of Monarchs. The perilous journey of monarchs comes every four generations. Driven by some response to the slant of the sun, some peril in the air. They strive against the miles to sojourn in their Southern Goshen. Like the families who pile their kids into RVs and vans and drive away from the crumbling edges of the world towards the center in search of rolling hills, white steepled churches and verdant valleys in hopes that the David generation full of conflict and bloodshed will give way to peaceful Solomon, philosopher, poet, builder of temples. Thank you so much for that
0: reading and the conversation. Thank you so much for having me. You can read Journey of Monarchs by Jessamine Rains at reformjournal.com. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for listening to the Reform Journal podcast, the poetry edition. Be sure to subscribe and rate us on iTunes, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and until the next time, explore all the great poetry on the Reform Journal website.